The Braves Radio Network channel on the podcast park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Hey, welcome to Braves Country. I was always told, and I don't know if you believe this or not, but I was always told rock stars want to be ball players, and ball players want to be rock stars. Two good friends of mine have a band called The Baseball Project. Well, actually, it's like three. Two of them from REM and another one from an L.A. band called The Dream Syndicate. And they write songs all about baseball. They're a great they, band, you know, actually. I've seen they're in the studio right now making a new baseball record. Yeah, they're up at Mitch's, at Mitch Easter. I grew up on The Braves. So at the old Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. So let's start the show right there. Grew up on the Braves at Fulco, and now here he is talking to us on the Braves Country Podcast, Mark Klein from Love Tractor. <laughs> Love Tractor is a highly influential band from Athens, Georgia, founded in 1980 by guitarists Mark Klein, Mike Richmond, and bassist Armistead Welford, then students at the University of Georgia. How like, about them dogs? That's right. Like the B-52s, uh, Pylon, and R.E.M., Love Tractor is celebrated by critics and music historians as one of the founders of the Athens, Georgia alternative rock scene. And now, Propeller Sound Recordings is reissuing all of Love Tractor's classic albums on vinyl, and the band is playing the Georgia Jam on Saturday, August 27th in Duluth, Georgia. So, it's the perfect time to meet Mark Klein of Love Tractor. Mark, welcome to the Braves Country Podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. It is so awesome to talk to you, knowing how many artists that you've influenced yourself and then being a great musician on your own, and then attending UGA. So, you love the Braves, you love the Bulldogs, man. It's hard not to like you, buddy. I'm a Georgia boy. You know, I grew up in Atlanta. My um, mother's from Atlanta. My father's from Savannah. So it's in my blood. I heard that you were actually friends with uh, with the Ted Turner family when Ted owned the Braves. Is that right? <laughs> yes, that's right. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue, Smith's Old Bar, is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. I heard that you were actually friends with uh, with the Ted Turner family when Ted owned the Braves. Is that right? <laughs> yes, 
That's right. In the 90s, when you know the Braves were on their really big run, Laura Seidel and um, her husband and, and whatnot, I mean, I just know all of them. And so we'd always get great seats. And I guess so. And <laughs> you sit in the owner's box a few times? Yeah, a couple times. But, I, you know, for me, I always like to be down right, you know, close to the field. When I was a kid, I mean, it's like at Fulco, like as you say, it's like I remember 1968, you know, the Beatles playing there. And wow. and I grew up with Hank Aaron. It was an exciting time, really, for me, you know, especially as a kid. I mean, because we would all go to the games. I mean, we were out at, you know, the ballpark all the time at the stadium. So, Mark, did you get to go to the Beatles concert at Fulco? I was a little uh, young for that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I went to see Motley Crue by myself in Chattanooga when I was 13. So I don't know how old you were at that point, but my parents dropped me off and went and had all-you-could-eat salad and breadsticks at Olive Garden while I watched Motley Crue. <laughs> I, you know, it was it was not in my father's wheelhouse to understand the Beatles. Believe me, I would have loved to have gone. So, Mark, who's your favorite Braves player of all time? Oh, well, Hank Aaron. Did you see him break the record? I didn't see him break the record, but I saw him play many times. I had the chance to meet the gentleman, you know, wonderful human being. It was a really amazing time to be in Atlanta and him breaking the record and, you know, breaking also, breaking down racial barriers, getting to meet him. You know, we go to to Fulco when they would have, like, was it bat day or whatever it was, and you know, you get to meet the players, and it was exciting. It was really exciting. You know, it's like that that influenced me so much as a kid and made me just love baseball, the sound of, like, a ballpark, the crack of a bat, and the smell of the popcorn and the beer and all of that. I just, there's nothing like it. Great memories, yeah. fond memories, no doubt about it. We recently had Hank's grandson on to talk about him, and he, he just talked about how, yes, he was this larger-than-life person, but he was also just my grandpa, you know, and we would watch, you know, TV together and talk, and he would ask me about my schoolwork, and and he just talked about how great a person he was outside, you know, that everybody got to see, but he was even better as a human, as a grandpa, as a regular guy. I get that impression. I wish I'd been at the game where we broke the world record, but, you know, I'd go with my grandfather all the time or my dad, and it was really, really great, especially, you know, being, like, in grammar school and high school with a shout out to my peeps at Christ the King and let's go and down on Jesus Junction and <laughs> uh, then my peeps at St. Pius better known as by high we all loved it we just you know being a city kid I grew up in the city amazing to have it all right no there doubt. I loved it what about the Braves now do you still keep up and and who are your favorite players now since the team has you know moved to Truist Park I haven't been to that park we yet. gotta get you here <laughs> Every time I come to Atlanta, I'm visiting my mother. She's elderly. She won't let me out of her sight. So I'm sort of like stuck with that. But, you know, I think Spencer Strider, you know, he might make rookie of the year. Yeah, I'm thinking you're right. I think some of the girls kind of like him, too. Yeah, it's the mustache, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Bring him back the stash. That's right. And Scott told me you're living in New York City these days. What's it like being a Southerner and a Braves fan surrounded by Mets and Yankees fans all the time? Well, it's tough. <laughs> I bet it's it is. It's tough. When you come to New York, you have to choose a team. I'm still a Braves fan, but then you have to be either a Yankees or a Mets fan. 
the odd ones out, someone's going to shoot me for saying this, are the Mets fans, but I'm a Yankees fan. Yeah, my wife is too. She's from upstate New York, so I get it. <laughs> so you have to choose. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, everyone always wishes for what they call a, a, a subway series where, you know, it's like the World Series, the Mets will play the Yankees. But I, what I really wish that the Brooklyn Dodgers still existed. Holy smokes, me too. They are a legendary franchise, even though they're not in Brooklyn anymore. And I'm not a Dodgers fan. I'm a Braves fan. I want to beat them every time we play them, but I certainly respect Dodger Blue. Yeah, I I do too. Well, Mark, I, I like your strategy in choosing the Yankees just so you can get along up there because that means you can go to the Mets-Braves games when the Braves visit and root for the Braves <laughs> because you're you know anti-Mets. So that, that makes sense to me. I think you made a good decision there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for for clearing that up. No, it just makes sense. Look, Scott's a wise man. There's no doubt about it. He's always dialed in and picking up on the nuance of the conversation. I know it must be awesome to be able to come back home to Atlanta and play Georgia Jam. Oh, it's going to be fun. You know, we always love playing Georgia. It was interesting because, you know, in the 80s and 90s, we, we toured extensively. We were really played further afield than Georgia. We didn't play Georgia as much as we played like Texas or California or places in Canada or around the country. We played everywhere. So, you know, when we would get the chance to play Georgia, it was always, well, really, there weren't that many places to play. There was Athens, of course, Atlanta. There was a club in Savannah called the Night Flight. But now there's like, you know, there's tons of places. And Georgia Jam, it's great that these old festivals are being brought back because I think it's just really, really cool. It's a crazy mix of bands. I think there's something for everyone, from Georgia Satellites to Mother's Finest to, I mean, Jefferson Starship. Malone. Yeah. It's like everybody and their brother. And if you want to get tickets, you can go to georgiajam.com to get those. We're talking to Mark Klein of Love Tractor. Here on the Braves Country Podcast on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network, allmusic.com says Love Tractor's music is a joyous slice of new wave pop that sits firmly between upbeat surf rock and jangular guitar pop. It's quite a description. Uncumbered by vocals, yet incredibly melodic. I know most of your music has been instrumental, but there are some vocals mixed in. Tell us about the decision process and how you gravitated toward instrumental music. Well, here's the interesting thing is everybody jumps on your first album. And our first album was 100% instrumental. And it was just simply because the way Mike Richmond, the other guitarist and I, were writing songs, they just didn't need vocals. I was playing rhythm guitar, he was playing melody, and they were these short little pop songs with these little melodic ditties built into them. That was our first album. We just re-released it in 21, 2020, with with the pandemic, who knows when it was. Um, But interestingly enough, the five other records were all vocal with a few instrumentals in them. But, you know, we never let go of instrumentals because we love writing instrumentals. You know, our second album came around and we were writing that and there were songs that definitely needed vocals. And, you know, there were always stories saying Love Tractor was uh, an instrumental band because we didn't have a PA, you know, microphone set up. Well, we shared a, a practice studio with Pylon and R.E.M. And there was a PA. We just didn't use it. Mm-hmm. Because we had these songs that were completely sort of written, and they worked as instrumentals. They just, you know, you think of like Telstar or some of these, you know, famous classic instrumentals. Where, where instrumental, like rock was classic, was in the 60s. 
you know, people always say surf rock, and people would always compare surf rock. But I have to say, it doesn't sound like surf rock at all. But, you know, as time moved on, in fact, we just re-released, we're in the process of re-releasing an album that came out in 89 um, called Themes of Venus, and which is probably 90% vocal, and it's a hard rockin' record. It, it's just interesting. You know, people just gravitate. They grab what, you're, what you did first, and then that's what paints the rest of the picture. And speaking of those early uh, days uh, in that practice space, I know that Bill Berry played drums for both Love Tractor and R.E.M. in the early days. How did that work? That just worked. I mean, everyone was friends. We all went to school together, and uh, it was a very small crowd in Athens of like art students slash rockers probably like 150 people we all went to art school together we knew each other and we entertained each other and we would have house parties in athens um in these giant old victorian houses that we would pay maybe like 300 dollars a month in rent to rent these houses and um that's the good old days and we would have these parties and it went from having like somebody spinning records and you know the house almost caving in because people dancing to like moving it outdoors and creating these bands to entertain our friends the scene of people and just some people gravitated said picked up instrument and said let's write some songs and entertain our friend i mean that's like the b-52 started that way that's like a good way to walked start into a party at Teresa, a woman named Teresa randolph's house and the b-52 showed up and they had written about five songs and they all put on some wigs and you know jumped up on tables and started playing. And I remember somebody screaming, I can't believe this is happening in Athens, Georgia. <laughs> Back then, that was that was rare. Now it's now it's uh, how the town is defined, I guess. And I, I get the impression that you and all your friends are just kind of hanging out and playing the music at these parties, and suddenly it all just kind of took flight. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's Beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. I get the impression that you and all your friends are just kind of hanging out and playing the music at these parties and suddenly it all just kind of took flight. 
It did. It was something that was really unintentional. None of us were doing it for any kind of commercial success. But then it just, we, you know, we would get calls to come play like, you know, another city, a club or something. We would do it. And then it just sort of became careers. I mean, we put out our first album when I was in, still at the University of Georgia. And, I, you know, I graduated with a degree in graphic design and a record contract. And the other hand, it's like, what would you do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know you, you still play with Bill Berry occasionally. You recently were at yeah. uh, David Barbie's Chase Park Transduction recording together, right? Yeah. Bill plays. Um, Bill doesn't like to travel, but if we're playing in Athens, Bill is, uh, you know, he's on the bill. No pun. And <laughs> we usually rehearse out at his house. In fact, I've, I'll be going down to rehearse for um, Georgia Jam, and I'm sure I'll be rehearsing out at Bill's house. He lives out in Watkinsville, has a you know old plantation, big spread out in the country, and really peaceful, great place. He's quite the gentleman, you know, terrific guy, just like all those, everyone, all the, I just can't, you know, with all these Athens bands, it's like everybody's pals. It's an amazing thing. That's cool. It's one big, big family of friends and supporters. Everyone is really happy when somebody has success that, you know, they really support each other. It's great. Mark Klein of Love Tractor, I got to ask you, are you planning on talking to Bill Berry into coming the hour drive over to Atlanta for the Georgia Jam, or you have uh, other musicians lined up for that show? Um, I de- Bill probably won't do it. But you got to ask him. Yeah, I, you know, it's up to him. If he wants to do it, he'll do it. You know, there's certain songs that he likes to do and whatnot. But his son Owen may come and do it. Owen has a his son Owen has a great band called Eighty Blanco. Owen's a fabulous musician. You know, we'll play, and Owen and Bill will be up on stage with us. You know, doing a few numbers and. Just like old times. But, you know, there'll, there'll be other musicians from Athens that, you know, from other bands that'll be joining us. So, you know, they're name musicians. They're People know who they are. Talking with Mark Klein of Love Tractor here on the Braves Country Podcast of the Braves Radio Network. The, uh, the Georgia Jam starts at 1 p.m., runs all day into the night. There's a ton of great bands playing, as you were describing. Well, you got Jefferson Starship, Atlanta Rhythm Section, Mother's Finest, Driving to Crime, Michelle Malone. There is a ton of bands playing. And I know you're fans of all of them. It's going to be a big, big event. I encourage everybody, if you love great music, then make sure you're at Georgia Jam. And speaking of other bands, I wonder what advice you would give to young bands or just young people in general who might be listening, uh, Mark. Uh, maybe those college freshmen at UGA right now in a, in a warehouse space who are thinking of starting a band. Any advice for them? Do what you want to do. Don't worry about the record industry or making money. Make the most original music you can make. People will discover you and follow you. You know, if you're trying to make music that sounds like another band, that other band's done it. So why are you doing it? Be original. That's what we were all about, is be original. I mean, that's if there was ever any competition between the bands, it was like trying to sound different from each other. Hey, having all of your records reissued uh, on Propeller Sound Recordings, uh, and I know Jefferson Holt, who was R.E.M.'s original manager, is behind that, and, and the Themes from Venus record is coming out, and along with other ones, um, and you're really being re-celebrated and reaffirmed in a way. And another compliment that Love Tractor received is uh, from also from an Athens, Georgia band, uh, widespread panic and they named one of their songs love tractor yeah. tell us about that well how did you find out about that and what does that mean to you to have like the next generation of athens bands respecting you like that well 
the guy, the guys in Widespread are great. They're such great guys. In fact, I wish they were playing George's Jam, be the icing on the cake. They just, you know, they came to Athens when we sort of like mid-career for us loved like all of our sort of guitar interplay. They had a song that had, we always had a certain kind of rhythm that we would play this kind of like ska upbeat rhythm and they were jamming and came up with a song like that and they were like well it sounds like love tractor the same at love tractor so we did and we put out an album in 2001 called the sky at night and we named a song after them (laughs) (laughs) you have a song called widespread panic now yeah we have a song called widespread panic it'll cause panic but they're great guys i wish they were playing george jam but you know they're those guys are always busy on the road somewhere now, ain't none of us too busy to stop down and eat, and that's some of uh, Scott and I's favorite thing to talk about when we have guests on the Braves Country Podcast here Uh-oh. on the Braves Radio Network. And I bet when you get home to Georgia, you find some good southern food. And what are some local restaurants, either in Athens or Atlanta, that you love? Some barbecue joints or meat and threes, mom and pops. What are your favorite places to eat when you're in town? I like to go to Savannah. Okay, even better. What's <laughs> down there? My dad's hometown. For me, it's Mrs. Wilkes' boarding house. You can't beat that. And also, I love, you know how Georgia has all the bypass roads in it now. Yeah. Like 441 is yeah. a bypass road. But if you go on the old 441, you need to pass old Chicken Shack, you know, where you get fried chicken and potato boats. Yes, sir. That's the stuff that I love. That is really down and some boiled peanuts. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love them. Um, but, you know, in, in Atlanta, there's, of course, Mary Max. Oh, it's my favorite. You know, I love that place. There's always a stop. I mean, I've got to have a meet and three. And, you know, it's once you cross the Mason-Dixon line, it's like I'm looking for it. And, you know, people up, up north, you don't accept if you go up to Harlem, you know, where it's soul food, they understand what a meet and three is. And, you know, you'll get great collards and fried okra and country fried steak yes, or, or ribs, especially ribs. In Harlem, you get great meat and three, but it's still nothing like coming down south. That's right. There's nothing like it down here. And, and uh, let's talk for a second about the special relationship between barbecue and music in Athens. Uh, you got Walter's Barbecue, or we did have Walter's Barbecue, and of course, uh, talking about meat and threes, the legendary Weaver D's. And R.E.M. Uh, kind of made both of those extra famous with Walter's theme from the Dead Letter Office record. And uh, of course, right. Automatic for the People, uh, Weaver D's catchphrase was the title track of one of R.E.M.'s most popular albums. Uh, which of those classic restaurants did you like better are you like me do you still go to weaver d's when you visit athens i go to weaver d's yes and to wilson soul food but i also go one of the reasons i go to weaver d's is automatic for the people automatic for the people is his slogan and it's also rm's best album oh my gosh that's the one that actually my wife fell in because like i said my wife's from upstate new york so she grew up on different music than i did i grew up on country and athens and atlanta bands you know those are the and and making too with the almonds and all that but that's the thing she didn't know that stuff and so she learned about rem when automatic for the people was such a big hit and a big success and since moving here to georgia and she's lived here you know we've been married for 21 years now now she knows driving and crying now she knows the black crows she knows those bands that rems and the b-52s and she loves them now but it wasn't something she grew up with I don't know if you guys are old enough, but it's like on Sunday mornings we'd wake up. You know, Saturday mornings you'd wake up and watch all the cartoons. 
And then Sunday mornings, there would be cartoons, like all the Warner Brothers cartoons early, you know, Bugs Heck Bunny yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But then afterwards, there'd be all the gospel shows. That's right, yeah. And the gospel shows were hilarious. There's one called the Gospel Jubilee with Vestal Goodman and the Happy Goodman family. And Vestal Goodman had the biggest beehive hairdo <laughs> you'd ever see in your life. And so, you know, my brother and I would look at it, we're just like, what the hell is this? And then, you know, it's like, there's the, then the bee, you know, I go to Athens, there's the B-52s with, you know, giant beehive hairdos. Yeah. I loved it. It was great. But, you know, Georgia is was a great place to grow up for music. When you think about, like, James Brown, Otis oh Redding, Gosh, yes. Little Richard, the Allen Brothers. It's endless when you think about it. And country music also. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I grew up, I love Loretta Lynn, Tammy Wynette. You know, I love really old school country. Me too. You and I are kindred spirits in that way, George man. That's what Jones. I grew up on. Oh, my gosh, yes, absolutely. Waylon Jennings. Yep, all of that. And so it really filtered for for us, it filtered into a lot of what we did, a lot of R and B, especially and country. James Brown was just like from another planet. Mm-hmm. The rhythm section and what he would do with a rhythm section was just unbelievable. You know, having that on the radio, radio growing up to it. You know, Gladys Knight and the Pips. There's so much yeah, good just, music in Georgia. Yeah, it's tons of it, and it's still happening. It's amazing to me. I was looking at some map of Georgia, and it you know, would just list like, all of the different musicians from all the different areas. And you know, they're all world famous, hundreds of them. And you know, people that you, don't, you know, that you wouldn't even think about that, oh, I didn't even know they were from Georgia. And they certainly were. Yeah, no doubt yeah. about it. And so, changed, changed music forever and for the better. And that's the thing about Georgia artists that is so important, Georgia. I think oftentimes Georgia gets looked over a little bit, and uh, we're here to make sure that that never happens. And we're also looking forward to meeting you in person and seeing Love Tractor live at the Georgia Jam Saturday, August 27th at the Gas South District Arena, Duluth, Georgia. Get your tickets now at georgiajam.com. Get all the new vinyl reissues from Love Tractor at lovetractor.com. Mark Klein, it's been so great talking with you today. Thank you for joining us on the Braves Radio Network. Can't wait to see you at Georgia Jam and love to. If you ever need help getting tickets to a game, we got your back. We'll get you into uh, Truist Park. I'll be calling. Make sure you do. Thank you so much, Mark, for your time. And go Braves, go dogs. Go Braves, go dogs, go Georgia Jam. Go Love Tractor. It's been a pleasure speaking to you guys. Have a great day, Mark. Mark. You too. All right, bye-bye. See you, bud. Bye now. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherd's Men, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans.
When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. 